the theme of something we did last week. Okay, you can, you can uh, disappear, Rick. Um, you're good. What I want to do this morning is a, it's a little bit different. I'm going to ask uh, lots of help today. We had baptisms last Sunday night, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. I know you should have been here. Uh, it won't be a last time. Let me see. I wrote it down. Was it uh, 24 people last weekend were baptized, and uh, Saturday and Sunday, and so it was really big, and uh, I've asked, there's something that God is doing, right? Always, He has a plan, and so I asked Pastor Tim if he would... Uh, there he is, you're here. He's going to do the, uh, what prophetically God has been doing, speaking about baptism and encountering him for a while to the people in the prophetic team and to uh, a lot of people. So Tim, I want to ask if you'd come up and give us uh, what led up to this, right? So there you go. So a couple of years ago, um, the prophetic team is, they're a little weird amen amen i mean you think about it, it's dana amen missy uh-huh. pat and marcia well rick is and ricardo should be because he's a little weird but that, he's not on there yeah um but so what happened was years ago they a, a couple of years ago they they did this experience in the back room and they had a, a baptism and didn't have any water in it and it had a, a, a school school room and you could sit in the school room then it had a mirror that, and it had communion and then had like the bride of Christ you were supposed to put this veil over your face and look like a bride and I'm like I'm not, not doing that and so I went through the whole thing and I thought but they spent like 12 hours and it was unbelievable they brought school chairs in and all this stuff, and you're supposed to sit at the chair and ask the seven spirits of the Lord to teach you, and just weird stuff, you know. <laughs> and so I felt guilty after they did it, and I made fun of them while they were doing it, but I felt guilty, and about midnight I came up here, and uh, the baptism didn't even have water in it. And I thought, that's ridiculous. So I get in, <laughs> I get in the bathtub, I'm at the little trough, and I say, Okay, splash, splash. And when I did, Holy Spirit just crashed me. And he said, well, he said, wouldn't it be neat if you didn't have to have the natural things in the world to experience who I really am? You didn't need the water, but you could actually experience me through this baptism. Got so moved in this bathtub or baptism that I moved to the, to, the, to the chairs and was taught by the seven spirits of the Lord. And, and you can bet about halfway around the room, I'd already made sure when I got to that veil, I was going to put it on because nobody was in there. Totally blown away. I knew something, God was doing something, but I just didn't know what he was doing. I didn't have words to put it on. So one night about 7 o'clock, a guy called me. His name was Wayne, and he was from Batesville, Arkansas. And he said, hey, he goes, I just got released from hospice. He goes, I have 24 hours to live. He goes, I'm going to die in 24 hours. He goes, the, the, the chaplain, the hospice chaplain tried to lead me to the Lord. Didn't make much sense, but I got a friend up here who told me, gave me your number and said, call you that you know, you know this man, Jesus. Can you tell me about him? I said, sure. So from 7 o'clock until 11 o'clock, I talked to this Wayne about Jesus and told him my experience and the love and meeting this guy on the Autobahn and how he's changed my life. And he ends up giving his life to the Lord that night. He goes, I'm going to be dead tomorrow. He goes, I'll be dead tomorrow. He goes, but I want to be baptized. 
It was 11 o'clock at night, and I thought, man, I said, it's no big deal. I'll drive to the church. I'll put that baptismal in the back of my truck, and I said, I'll be at your house at 12 o'clock tonight if you want to be baptized. And he said, well, tomorrow's my mom's 96th birthday, he says, and she's been going to church her whole life and been praying for me. He said, I'd love to get baptized on my mom's birthday. I said, okay, deal. I said, I'll call you tomorrow to see if you're alive. Amen. If you're alive tomorrow morning, I said, we'll do the baptism. He said, perfect, 8 o'clock. I said, okay. So we came up here, me and Pastor Allen, we washed the tub out, the the horse trough. We got it all loaded up. We got it all tied down. And sure enough, at 8 o'clock, I called. I said, Wayne, you alive? He goes, I'm alive. I said, Kay and I are on our way. So we drove to Batesville, Arkansas. They had the, the, the grass was so high that we didn't, have to have, we didn't have a place to even put the baptism at. So they weed-eated the spot and a little path to the trailer so that way you could walk out of the trailer and not be in uh, waist-high grass. So we filled the, the tank up, and, and his mom says, Wayne, what, what are you doing? You haven't been out of bed for nine months. You've had to be carried into these places. He says, I'm getting in that water. He said, I don't know what it is, but I'm getting in that water. So sure enough, we got him to the water, and we set him down in the water. And, and this man was about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, weighed about 320 pounds. And we got him, and, and Kay and I was the two strongest ones there. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get him into the water, and we set him down in the water. And he's like, I, I don't want to rush to anything. And I knew God had been saying something since that day that the prophetic team did, that there was something about the water, something about the baptism that was bigger than what we've ever experienced before. So I set him down in the water. When he got in the water, he was just saying, he goes, oh, this feels so good. I feel so good here. And I'm just allowing him to experience this because I knew there was something big about this. But the problem was when he got in the water, he had a pair of shorts on. And before long, about a quarter inch of dead skin cells began to float across the 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 water because his body had already been to die. And, and he goes, I'm so sorry. And it was a little gross. I was like, because I had him up to my arms. I was like, and I was trying to move him away at first, get him off me, you know. And then he's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, wow, his body's already shut it down. His, his skin's already given up life. And he's in here for the last time. And I get this experience with him. Two hours later, we still haven't baptized him. He's going, and the Lord said this small thing to me. And I remember this scripture when I think it was um, Hezekiah had asked the Lord for more days in his life. And the Lord had granted him more days. And so I, on the way up there, the Lord said to me, he goes, I would grant Wayne more days. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not telling him that. You send an angel, send a mule, send something, but I'm not telling him that. I'm not promising him something that I can't deliver, Lord. I said, you better give me a sign of something, some shooting stars, some wise men, something together around me, and then I'll say this, but I'm not telling this man he's going to live longer just because he's been in this baptism. And his Baptist mom is standing beside me, wondering what, who I even was to baptize him. <clears throat> and so... Um, after two hours, we're in that tub, and he's like, I feel the best that I've ever felt in my entire life. He goes, I feel like I could walk out of here. And I thought, that's my sign. So I said, Wayne, I said, you know what? I said, the Lord said, if you would ask for more days, that he'd give you more days, that you weren't done. He goes, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, what? He's like, I want more days. I was like, well, tell him. He's like, I don't know how to tell him. You tell him, and I'll repeat it. I was like, okay, perfect. So I was like, wow, he don't even know how to pray. He don't even know how to talk to his father in heaven. So he's only going to be able to speak to what I spoke. So I just said, hey, dear God, 
Father in heaven, I want more days. And he goes, I want more days. And we baptized him. After we baptized him, he stayed in the water even longer. And he gets up. And he walks inside the house. No help. He walks inside of the house. He changes and he comes out and he sits inside the chair. And they said, the whole family's going, what? We can't believe you walked. He goes, I can't either. I can't believe I walked. I changed clothes and I came back out here. Every Saturday morning, I called Wayne for the next year. Mm-hmm. I said, Wayne, you're alive. He goes, I'm alive. And I'm telling people about Jesus every day. And so I talked to Wayne every Saturday. And I was like, Wayne, you're blowing me away. I said, you're blowing me away with this thing that's happened in your life. There's more to this than I can understand or more than this than I even know. I just I want to know more about this God and this spirit that just brought you out of this place. And so he died two days before Christmas. He lived for nine months. And they called me up and said, will you do his, his, his uh, funeral? I said, oh, yeah, I'll do his funeral, right? Place was packed. I go to do his funeral up in Southside, and I do the funeral. And it was the easiest funeral I ever did because I just told him about his life. I told him what he did the last days. I told him about his baptism, and the Spirit of the Lord fell on the place. The lady up there at Dottie, she calls me up on Monday, and she goes, I've been a funeral director for over 30 years. She goes, and my mom and dad, over that, this has been a family thing. It's been passed down. She goes, I've never been to a funeral where the Spirit of God moved and was so alive that I'd ever have in that funeral. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that we, we, just like what we talked about at the beginning, I think the Spirit of the Lord is moving, and He's drawing us into a place and where we begin to live by the Spirit and not by, the, by our thinking, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to mix it all up, and it's going to be crazy because it's going to be different than what we think here. And I think today, as we hear these testimonies, you're going to get a chance. Not, not to, to experience what they experienced, <laughs> but to experience what Holy Spirit wants you to experience. Amen? Amen. Come on. Come on. Um, So uh, that's the beginning. We're going to have testimonies from people who were baptized this last weekend. And and I just just want you to know there's something in this for you. It's not just for them, you know. It's like... God wants to speak to each one of us this morning. And so uh, the very bravest person here, Bryant, you get to go first. He was baptized. Y'all give it up for the usher, Bryant. Come on, Bryant. Uh, Dan, you're on deck. Okay, good, good. He, well, he's leaving. Uh, come on, Bryant. Tell us what you experienced in the water. Um, when I first got in the water, I felt just um, peace inside. I've been looking forward to it all day. And I just felt this peace. And I wanted to just stay there for the longest time. And I didn't want to hold people up. Um, but I just sat there for a few minutes and I felt this gentle wind blowing around me. And then I got baptized and came back up and sat for a little bit longer. But I noticed that a few days later, after I, after I thought about it and after the Lord said, things were left in the water. And I began to notice things that had been left in the water. Um, and it just, and so I, I um, started just engaging God with my, with, my, with my imagination and partnering with him and doing this at the house. And there I could linger and stay as long as I want to. Amen. Come on, Brian. Good word. Good word. Thank you, Brian. Dan, uh, 
Tell us what you experienced. Dan also uh, was the main assistant helping getting people in and out of the water. <laughs> and we didn't lose anyone. No one died. It was a good day. So I've been baptized twice, but this, this time it was, um, I just come to watch, to be a spectator, to participate. But as Daniel presented it, I felt the invitation from Jesus to participate with what's going on. And as I participated, I was helping people in and out of the tub. Well, during that process, I was feeling, I was seeing King arise. I seen shame fell off. I seen joy restored. I seen yeah. deeper connection restored. And I was feeling all of that at that tub. Of course, I get in the tub. And I felt like, um, I felt, I felt, I felt what everybody else was feeling. When he told me to rise up, I had two people outside the tub waiting on me. And I realized that I can't do this on my own. I got to have each one of y'all. Amen. I got to. God designed us to have a relationship with each other. We need each other. Yeah. And um, it was definitely a blessing. Come on. Come on. Isn't that the truth? Uh, Dan, I'm watching you get younger before my physical eyes. I am. Go figure, huh? I think it's true. Uh, amen. Um, you know, we're, we're putting the brave people first because uh, everybody's a little nervous. Not everybody's doing it. But uh, Mandy... Are you ready? <laughs> that was like, you're surprised, weren't you? Uh, Mandy's the brave side of the family. Yeah. Gabby is, she's not afraid of anything. Which is funny because I had wrote something down to say, and then I've been praying all morning on what I was going to say, and Gabby is what I'm going to say. Yeah. So... Most of y'all know my daughter. She's two. She's usually running around and jumping in people's laps. And uh, our whole family got baptized, except for Gabby. And all night, she watched her daddy go in the water. And she stood in awe, and he came up, and she started dancing in circles in the aisle. Come on. And then a little while later... I don't know how many people realize this, but she started running around the chairs screaming hallelujah, <laughs> which is super cute because she says hallelujah, <laughs> but I know what she's trying to say, and she didn't care, you know, the, I get caught up with what we're supposed to do, what society says, the rules we're supposed to follow and sit and be quiet, and that little girl does not care, Yeah, and she was sitting in people's laps, and grabbing their faces and kissing them and dancing and screaming and running around and her uncle Jace got in the water and she just ran up fearless and put her hand on his shoulder. But the best part is at the very end of the night, she knew that there was something in that water that she couldn't explain and she wanted it. And she, that little girl ran up and dunked her head <laughs> in the water. Like, I don't need you people, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> that's so true. I, that's what I learned, you just... You can't be stuck with the rules of what you're supposed to do. We're supposed yeah. to be like little children. That's true. So. Amen. Come on, Mandy. Good word. Thank you so much. 
Is anybody else here excited about what Gabby experienced in the water? I am. I was like, uh, okay, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's, married to, he's married to Mandy. <laughs> he gets in. Speaking of Gabby, Dana has her. Oh. I'm the scared one of the bunch. Uh-huh. Actually, I'm sitting back here crying during this whole thing because, as she's, my wife said at the end, Gabby was just, you know, she was just taking that water and just washing it all over. Well, I got baptized, and, you know, I, I wanted, wanted all this sand. I've got a ton of sand, and it's just I wanted it all washed away, and I, I, I felt it washed away, but I didn't get baptized until my brother-in-law got baptized. Yeah. I was back here eating pizza, and Jen ran back. She said, your brother, your brother, and never once in my life have I ran off and left my kids. <laughs> but I knew my kids were in a safe place. And we got around that tub, and man, I tell you what, I was, it, it wasn't that I was wet anymore. I was, I was on fire. You know, uh, Stephen and I were, or Thomas and I were across from each other, and I didn't realize, I thought I was wet from the water. My, I was just, just water running down my face, and, and Thomas, and it was just like this, you see this gray matter lift up off the dish and go towards the ceiling, and I feel like that's when I got baptized. Come on. Um. My son got baptized. I mean, there's, there's no other way, but Tim explained something to me, and it made perfect sense. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit. It's not past tense. He's a part of us. I walk with Jesus now. Uh, I don't yeah. follow him. I'm, I'm walking alongside him. I sit at work and by myself, and, man, there's hours and hours and hours that go by, and I next, next thing I know, I'm off work. He's been talking to me all night long, and I know how he's talking to me because I was in a motorcycle accident. And I see words, and I want to say them, but I don't know how they go. But I don't miss a lick with him. Yeah. That's right. Come on, preach. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Good word. Good word. Um, now, uh, get ready, because everyone, this is about every, all of us, right? So get ready. Um, so I have... Uh, Miss Vicky, I thought, oh, there you are. I see you. She's a lady with the cute grandchildren, right? I mean, the girls, granddaughters, cute granddaughters. Eh, okay, they're handsome. So, what do you want to leave in the water? That's what I heard Alan saying with each person that was in the horse trough. I was sitting in the back. I'd been helping set up for the pizza and missed the first part of it. Hadn't planned on getting baptized. Um, you know, I thought once you're baptized, you don't do it again. And uh, I found out that's not right because uh, I watched each person and it was so unique for each person that got baptized. Uh, what do we leave in the water? Some people would say, I, I want to leave fear. I, wanna, I just want to draw closer to God. I want to leave anxiety. I want to leave shame. You know, what different things. Everybody had different things that they were leaving in the water. And um, it was just so cool seeing 
God moved because each person experienced the water differently. And I do believe that right now God is doing, there's my baby girl, <laughs> my little grandbaby. Um, but I do believe that God is doing something with the water right now through baptism it, it, because it seemed like a portal. It seemed like God's touch. I know when, well, first of all, let me tell you, I was sitting at the back. I had no plans on coming up front, and I was just, God started speaking to me, and I, the presence of God was just all over this auditorium. It was just awesome, and I kept feeling like God wanted me to go down, and my brain kept saying, uh, Things like, you're not dressed, you don't have a towel, uh, you don't need to be baptized again, you've already been baptized, uh, you know, all these different things that were keeping me sitting in my seat. And I said, God, do you want me to get baptized? And I heard, yes. And, uh, but then the fear, something about fear was keeping me seated and I wouldn't get up. And uh, I finally said, God, because I was just feeling such conviction. And I said, um, I said, God, if you want me baptized, just have Alan say, is there anyone else that wants to be baptized? The next word's out of his mouth. Does anyone else want to be baptized? And so, I, I mean, I walked as fast as I could down the aisle <laughs> and got in the horse trough. And, you know, I would not, I don't want to be baptized in a beautiful sanctuary because that horse trough reminded me of Jesus in the manger, you know, when he was in a barn, and he was the king of kings in a barn. And that's what, that horse trough, us getting in that horse trough, it was anointed. And so when we got in um, and, and, you know, went under the water and then came up, Alan said, now just take this time for an encounter. And God just covered me, and I just couldn't quit crying. Some people were laughing in their encounters. Other people were just at peace. But I couldn't quit crying. And I don't know what it was, what was going on. But I know that God did something big in my life. He touched me in something powerful that night. And I encourage you that if you need to be baptized or if you want to experience that touch of God, you need to come get baptized. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. Good job. Uh, okay, uh, it's building uh, Marsha Davis. Are you in the room? Yeah, I knew you are because you have your shirt on. Y'all, you're on the you and Pat are on the prophetic team. So come on, encourage Marsha. Come on, Marsha. Come on. <laughs> that uh, you can do this. Yeah. So, um, so I was like Vicky. You know, I thought. Well, I got baptized when I was 12, when I gave my life to Jesus, and I've had a good run. You know, I'm good. And so then Missy Baker um, sent us this video to the prophetic team, and she said, I think it would be encouraging for us to all watch this before Sunday night. So Pat and I watched it, and there's a lot of healings on there, and just, you know, all kinds of testimonies. And the Lord just spoke to me to go ahead and get baptized again. And so um, I've been having a lack of energy, and I thought, well, you know, I'm going to be 64, so I guess I'm just, you know, getting old. And um, so I felt like that was what the Lord wanted me to bring to the water was this lack of energy. Mm. And so, um, so I got in the water, and, you know, they dunked me, and when I came up... <laughs> 
I have never been drunk by alcohol, <laughs> but from time to time, the Lord gets me drunk in the Holy Spirit, or in Holy Spirit. <laughs> and so when I came up, I was just like exploding with this joy. And, you know, I was shaken and just this joy was just exploding out of me. And then this thought, and it came out of my mouth, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And, yeah, you know, he on. just reminded me that, you know, it's in his presence that we are renewed, our life is renewed, our mind, you know, everything about us is renewed in his presence, and that is where our energy comes from, and so that's what the Lord did for me. Amen. Come on. Come on. Um, did anybody else get touched by the energy that Marcia was feeling? <laughs> yeah, you can clap if you did, because if you were in the room, you got touched by it. Um, now, this is, a, this is a Shelby's turn with her four boys. Well, just one boy. Um, you want me to get him or you want... You can do both? I know, mothers are amazing. I know. Um, so leading up to the baptism, uh, me and my mom were talking about it a lot, and she had told me that the theme was like left it in the water. So I was driving the boys around town one day, and I was just talking to God, and I was like, it'd be cool if I could just leave the fear in the water that I've dealt with my whole life. And I was like, that would be really cool. And so I told mom that I wanted to be baptized, and I was nervous. And so I just kept feeling like God told me, like, keep my eyes on him. Like, nobody else is in the room but me and him. And so as soon as I put my foot in the water, like, I just could not stop crying. And all I could see was his face. And I just <laughs> felt so much peace. Wow. And when I went down and came back up, I've never felt, well, I have one other time. But uh, when I've seen God's face, it's so peaceful. But at the same time, there's so much authority and power. And when I came out of that water, I could feel that authority and power over me. And I just couldn't stop screaming and crying. And <laughs> like, I just felt so much joy. And throughout this week, God's given me opportunities to choose fearlessness. And when I do, then I get to feel that power and authority again in my Amen. life. Amen. Come on. Come on, Shelby. Good. You ain't scared. Listen, that girl's not scared at all. Uh, I have... Pam Dolan couldn't be here today. She wanted to report, so I'm going to read hers. I'm not going to read it in accent, though. I don't think I can pull it off. <laughs> she wrote this to Dana. Hey, sister. Yes, I'm so thankful for what the Lord did that night. Um, I knew when I got in the water, it was going to be different. I wanted to experience it, feel it, touch it. I knew it was there for my taking. Jesus had prepared it for me. I knew there was something tangible in the water that night that was going to purify me and change me, and it did. There was so much love and peace, I could already feel it when I stepped in. So when I started splashing the water in my face, it was like a preparation for something bigger to come, something refreshing and new. And then when I started wiping my face, I could literally feel a mask being stripped off of me, much like wiping or removing makeup. I felt like years or even decades of shame were literally being rubbed off my face, and then the most sensational feeling of peace and rest came over me. 
It was the most exhilarating thing I've ever experienced. To have something so physical and so spiritual happening simultaneously, knowing decades of lies were just washed away and literally left in the water. Something I'll never forget. Way to go, Miss Pam. <coughs> well written. That, that was true. Um, now, uh, I've asked if... Uh, Missy and Dana would speak. Uh, they on the prophetic team were behind doing this thing. And so Missy Baker, there you are. You want to come on up? She, uh, she's going to give you guys some insight. Um, yeah, we're ready. One day, Tim prophesied over her this morning. One day she's going to be teaching and she's going to teach so long that someone's going to fall out of the window and break their neck and die. Like what happened with Paul. And then we'll raise them back to the dead. And then we'll raise them back to the dead. Right. <laughs> um, so for me, I'll, I'll just talk about the baptism first. Um, so for me that night, it was just such a sweet day all day, um, preparing just because I knew that the Lord was going to meet us there. There was such an expectation that his presence would be there. And um, I had prayed for a day or two also saying, Lord, what, what should I leave in the water? I'm, I'm not sure. And, you know, a lot of things came to my mind. There's a lot of things in my heart. And, if, and finally, the, that night while we were worshiping, that we did a couple of worship songs before we did the baptism. And um, I just said, you know what, Lord, you know me better than I know myself. And you know what I need. I'm not even sure what to ask for. And so um, when I got in the water and I, I just sat there for, for a moment just waiting for him you know, to just to see what he was going to do. And so Dana puts the microphone up to me and says, what do you want to leave in the water? And I could not stop laughing. This, it was like he just, at that moment, it's like he flooded me with joy. And I just, I laughed and giggled for I don't even know how long. And then, and then I don't even know what I said. I wanted to leave in the water. <laughs> I can't remember after that. But I just know it was just such a sweet moment with the Lord. And, um, I didn't even know what all, I was like, like Vicki said, I knew something happened that night, but I didn't know what all it was. And I still don't think I fully know what all it is. I know that um, just throughout this week, on Monday or Tuesday, I just like, I don't, I don't really feel any different. I don't really feel like anything happened. But then on, um, like by Wednesday, I don't know, I woke up with just a refreshing. I woke up feeling more free. And there were just things like, things in my life, I would look back in my past and I would maybe have a regret about, you know, like I wish I'd have done that different or I wish I would have done this different. And um, whenever I, I looked back at that one day this week and one of those things came up for me and I just like, it was gone. The regret was gone. There was nothing that I regretted that's ever happened in my life, yeah. good or bad, because I knew that he was there. Was, I, there was just something supernatural in me where he was saying like, this is all it is all woven together for your good. Everything. There's not anything um, that's not that I'm not working together for your good. So that's that's that part of it. But there was another part leading up to it also is that um, several months ago the Lord had asked me um, who will stir up hunger, and I thought, well, okay, I will, Lord. And He asked me again, who will stir up hunger, and I said, well, I will. And then he asked me a third time. And I knew when he said it the third time, I didn't get the first two answers right. I'm like, okay, I'm not answering this correctly. And then I felt like he said, he said, it's something that I've placed in all of you. Everyone has a hunger in them for me. 
and I want to I want to encounter everyone. I want everyone to experience my love. And if you'll begin to make a place, if you'll make a place for where that can happen, I will meet you. And so I knew that it's not, the baptism was awesome, and, and hopefully we'll do several more baptisms. And I think that it's a place that we can encounter God, and he's going to meet us. But I think there's so many other things, too, that we can do. And as we, as we just make that place for him, he'll come. Because there's another thing that happened for me during that baptism. is like he's growing belief and faith in me that whenever we, um, whenever we hear what he says and we have the boldness to stand up and say we believe it and it's going to happen, that he will come. Because for me, he keeps Amen. saying, like, revival is now. Um, restoration is now. Healing is now. Freedom for you is now. It's not something that we're waiting on. It's not yeah. something that's coming in the future. It's something that we can have now. That's right. So, anyway. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Missy. It's now. Miss Dana? Do you need Keith to stand behind you just in case? Okay. We don't want you to fall down. I'm a little nervous. Um, so for me, the baptism, well, the Lord, um, when he put it on our heart back in January to have one here at Grace, he just kept saying, um, who will linger with me? And so he had been saying that to the prophetic team, like Tim said, for a while now, who will linger? And so we've kind of been learning to walk that out, but he's asking all of us who would be willing to linger. And so we knew the baptism was a big part uh, for Grace Fellowship, and there was so much into it. But the thing that he kept saying is, my presence will be there, Dana. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. And so I just could feel for days even before the baptism, I could just feel the sweet sweetness of his presence. And um, as we were preparing and just getting the room ready and just praying, just different things throughout the day, you, you could tangibly feel the sweet, sweet presence of him. And so um, I got baptized, and so what I kept seeing was as people were getting baptized, our minds were floating to the bottom of the water. And he was like, it's so much more than your thoughts, Dana. It's so much more than that. Like, there, I have more for you. And so my logic, my thinking, my thoughts were holding me back. And so I just saw my mind floating to the bottom, and he was like, we're going to leave that behind. I'm like, okay. And so... I just started crying and just, it was just, I, there's so many things that happened. There's really no words to describe what really I was feeling in that moment. But the thing for me, all that was great, but I think it was his presence is what spoke more to me. And watching people, like when I watched Pam in the water and she was wiping her face, I mean, just the encounter of that itself would blow you away because you knew God was doing something big. And then later she says, hey, Jesus is wiping shame off my face. Yeah. And we got to watch for that encounter. And so yeah. the Lord had spoke last week. What an honor and a privilege for these people who were decided to be baptized to invite us into that encounter with them and Jesus. Like, that's a privilege. That's an honor to be a part of that. And so, so for a long time, he's been saying, who will linger? And so back up a little bit, whenever that college had that revival and it broke out for like days, and I was like, oh, man, God, I, I'm made for revival. What, what's happening? Like, I, <laughs> I am created to see revival before I die. Like, where, yeah. what, what do we do? What do we got to do? I need to go there? Like, what happens? And just the sweetest voice, he said, do you know what did that? And I said, no, Lord, what? Tell me. He said, just a few people were willing to linger. And when he said that, something inside of me 
knew that we're all created to linger. And linger can look a thousand different ways. And so I think that's between you and Jesus of what that linger looks like. And so I feel like he is inviting. Baptism is just one way we could linger. We can linger through communion. We can linger through worship. We can linger through soaking. We can linger through a thousand things. But I do believe there is something to the water right now and what he's doing. And so this morning as I was getting ready, I just saw the tank. I saw the people in the room. I saw things happening. And he says, every time you come, I'll show up. Every time. And so I began to see people um, in the room. And so I wrote the names down. And I believe he's just saying to these people, it's like he's pointing at you going, hey, will you linger with me? Will you just linger with me where you are? And so I'm going to read these people's names, and I just believe it's an invitation to linger with the Father and whatever that looks like for you. So the first person I saw was Anita Majors. I feel like he's saying, will you linger with me? The second person. Sorry, I can't see. second person was, uh, I think his name is Aaron, and he's in Pastor Tim's group. I, I feel like he's saying, Aaron, will you linger with me? Josh Carillon, Jesus is saying, will you linger with me? Marion Souza, will you linger with me? Lacey, will you linger with me? Jessica, will you linger with me? David Weatherly, will you linger with me? Belinda, will you linger with me? And Regina Orr, will you linger with me? Okay, good. Thank you, Dana. And I think uh, we all have that same invitation right now. Like, whatever it's going to look like. And uh, let's all stand up. Um, Because we're going to have a ministry time, and uh, the pastors will be up here. The prophetic uh, team will be here. So you guys come on up. Uh, Peter Baker will be playing the keyboard. Um, <laughs> he didn't know, did you, Peter? We're, you're not on the prophetic team, or you would have known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Missy Lewis, she didn't tell you. It's not, not her fault. Um, because we believe that we're here, that this is a time when the Lord is saying he responds to your hunger. So whatever it is you're hungry for, you know, everything you talk about with the Lord begins with him stirring us up. He draws us. He gives us a thirst, a hunger, a desire for peace. You know, it's funny that I just listen. It's like joy and peace and no fear. Those are all just deep needs inside of our hearts and Jesus showed up in that baptism for many of those things no regret no shame yeah you need Jesus you need him and he is willing he is willing to come to all of us at every place we have a need so I think uh, he wants us to have a hunger and he wants us to linger not just to get it fixed, but to be with Him. So let's pray. And uh, this morning, if God's speaking to you about something in your heart, 
uh, these teams, these guys that are up here, they want to pray with you. And if you would like, we're going to have another baptism. And uh, it really was wonderful. So if you would like to be baptized, there's something you need to leave in the water. Uh, tell one of the prophetic team, or you can tell anybody up here, and uh, we'll make sure that you get to experience God's presence in baptism. Because there, there was 23 people baptized, so a lot more than the people who talked, actually. So let's pray. So, Father, we just come, and God, I thank you for uh, those great, great experiences that everyone reported. Jesus, that you're there with peace, that you are joy, that you are freedom from shame and guilt and regret. So God, would you just reveal to each one of us what it is that we're hungry for? Jesus, you respond to hunger. So God, I just thank you that you're the answer to all of our needs. So this morning, maybe you just need the Lord. Maybe it's a specific thing. Maybe it's just your whole life. But uh, he, wants to, he wants you. He's inviting you to come and experience him this morning. So these guys are here to pray with you. And uh, that was a good day. And then we'll, we'll let you guys know, hopefully, uh, try to let you know when the next baptism is so you can be a part of it. And uh, it, it was a great, a great evening here at Grace. It was three hours long, but it seemed like a minute. It was good. It really was good. So thank you for being here this morning. Thank you, worship team. And uh all the servants, all the ushers, God bless you guys and have a good Sunday. Amen. <laughs>